Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Podcast Daily. Happy Monday. Happy start of a new week from Berm, Bill Landis, and myself, Austin Ward. We're back at it, and these guys have no idea what I'm about to ask them. This is Berm's excited because he wants to not know the topics in advance. We said this many times. We don't script anything. We're also going to have a fun, casual conversation later at Roosters. We don't know what we're going to, they don't know what we're going to talk about then either. Uh, and I'm going to try and figure it out. So I guess my question for you guys after 8255 on Sunday for Ohio State, uh, losing at Purdue, losing yet again, let's rewind to last summer and the Ohio State football teams claim that it could beat the Buckeyes. Was it as, <laughs> as crazy? As the basketball team made it sound. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, oh, I, I'm going to start. Uh, I guess I'll start. Number one, <laughs> yes, it, it is as crazy as they make it sound. It, the, the, the football team would do a good job from a physical standpoint, I think, containing them early and, and beating them down a little bit. But eventually, size and skill will win out. And I think that the of the shooters that the uh, basketball team has are better than the bangers that the football team has. If, if that, you know, you've got guys like Jack Sawyer and Kate Stover and uh, Jaden Ballard, who's, you know, certainly a freaky athlete, but I don't know that he's a guy who's going to be able to step outside the, the arc and, and really uh, beat you with the outside shot. And I don't know that I, I admittedly, I haven't seen everyone on the football team play basketball, but I, I do think that the basketball team would still win that game pretty handily. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I also I, it's it's a fun conversation. Um, <laughs> it's a little disrespectful, I think, to the basketball team. Um, but well, uh, I think that was they, the best. Yeah, they've earned. I that think that right was now. the basketball yeah. team's problem with it when it was last summer. And right. I just now you see some guys who are no longer at Ohio State, like Dewan Jones, who was very vocal about that before doubling down in the midst of these struggles for Chris Holtman's crew. I guess the way I view it is like there's a, there's a difference between, you know, being a pretty good basketball player and even like being a very good, excellent athlete and then being a good enough basketball player to beat a division one basketball team, (laughs) regardless of how flawed that team might be or how crappy uh, their season might be at the moment. So if we were to analyze the guys that the football team at that point last summer would have put on the floor, how many of them actually were good enough to play Division One basketball? DeWand? Uh, I mean, Josh that's, Proctor, that's potentially. Uh, I mean, there's 360 Division One. I mean, basketball okay. teams, right? Let's let's. I mean, so all right, Big let's, Ten level you, basketball. First, before we do that, we have to figure out a lineup for the football team because we're I mean, gonna do that. We're gonna do that. I, Sorry there, that I didn't give you a script for the show. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. I promise you. It would, it would be very difficult. It would be very difficult for this current Ohio State roster. Let's take the Sunday game against Purdue as as the like. Okay, here's this team to guard Dewan Jones in the post. Like that'd be a challenge without Zed Key. Um, obviously, Felix Akpara is is a freshman. Very, uh, you know, <laughs> is, not not a good matchup. Doesn't have the upper body strength that you'd think would be necessary. So that's a challenge. Uh, obviously. Having a guy like Sonny Styles on the wing uh, is a game changer a little bit. You know he's athletic enough to do some things. I'm not sure anyone on the basketball team could guard him, but I'd like to see him <laughs> and Bryce Sensabaugh go at each other. Like, that'd be worth it to me. 
Um, I mean, I guess we just need to figure out the actual the lineup here. Okay. Well, I think that's part of the fun is that the longer that I thought about it, and I actually asked a couple other guys on the football team recently for an updated lineup because it, I didn't know how much pickup basketball the football team actually played. It turns out it's a pretty good amount until Matt drills start and that they really love to go out and ball. And uh, so I, I asked for some feedback on what that lineup would be. And uh, that's good journalism. See, yeah. Well, you know, I, I didn't come in half cocked <laughs> into this one. Um, obviously, we're, we're working off of last year's roster. So Dewan Jones was included. There were people that wanted to include Paris. I'm not sure why. I think probably just for size. <laughs> don't, I don't, wouldn't want his skill involved. No. I'm going to set him aside. So CJ Stroud, Josh Proctor, Sonny Styles, Cade Stover, those guys all came up. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba got got some love. Julian Fleming, uh, I guess, is considered somebody who loves to play and, sh- and wants to be part of that off the bench. Spoiler alert, he was one of the people that I talked to about this. So he's, <laughs> he put himself in the mix. Right now he's dealing with a shoulder injury. Don't think we can put him on the floor. Uh, Jaden Ballard. So like it got to nine or ten guys, and JT Tuimolo, Al, I think maybe first and foremost oh, yeah. out of the skills and power combo. So there's a there's a 10-11 man rotation that is going to be physical. To your point, both you guys made this point, is it Division One Big Ten skill? I mean, they're not spending every single day of their lives working at the highest level in basketball. I know that are, part of this Are we sure that this basketball team in Ohio State is? <laughs> because... Uh, uh, are you sure about that? Are you are you sure about that? I'm not. I'm not sure about that. I've uh, I've certainly seen them play more skilled basketball in Columbus uh, than we've watched in the last uh, eight weeks. But that that is not a bad group. I mean, the thing that the football team would have is that they are much more physically dominant than the basketball players are. I don't think that a guy like Eugene Brown would handle JT Tuomaloa very well. So, I mean, I, I think that you have some some matchup challenges for the basketball team in the paint but again basketball if we're playing full court 94 feet i I think that the basketball players are gonna wear them out eventually i forgot about jt jt is a guy uh who had he just dedicated himself to playing basketball would probably be playing basketball at the high major level i I would think Mm -hmm. um dewand is close to that maybe more like a mac guy than a high major guy but still good uh probably the freakiest athlete of anyone we're talking about. <laughs> so I don't yeah. know now. Now it's like, uh, it's not such a ludicrous notion in my mind. Uh, I don't like who yeah. guards Bryce sensible. Like who stops Bryce sensible from scoring 70 points when they, when those teams play each other. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that, that's the sunny matchup. I mean, I really feel like it's sunny. sunny on. I think that this is something that sunny Bryce, if you're listening, this isn't meant to be disrespectful to anyone. We certainly don't want anyone to, twist an ankle uh, right now, you know, spring practice is about to start. You're in the middle of the big 10 season, but if we could just arrange, well, no, uh, that's uh, over buddy. That's <laughs> over. Uh, they're still in the middle of it. If we could arrange in a, a, a best, you know, first to 11 type of game between Sonny and Bryce, just one-on-one. So I could see that play out. Then I could feel better about how, how the rest of the stuff would go. Cause I think that's the problem. I don't think you stop Bryce from scoring a lot of points. So here's my idea. Cardale Jones has his softball game in the summer. It's going to include current players for the first time ever. Let's. There's got to be an NIL bonanza 
to put together a charity basketball game. All-star games going on on Sunday night. Uh, the celebrity game was pretty interesting. I think Bill wagered on it. Uh, I couldn't <laughs> while I was in Texas. You know, a lot of interesting stuff going on there with DK Metcalf on the floor. We got to get this together, right? Like in the middle of May, they have plenty of time in case somebody rolls an ankle. I really want to see it now. I've talked myself into it. I also problem, know, like, I also know that it is like saying, "Can the best team in college football go beat in NF- the worst team in the NFL?" I know that they are they comparing different things. Yeah, I know that this wouldn't happen, but I'm really interested in it now. It 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 would never happen because if the football team won, it would be a disaster. Uh, <laughs> to um, like basketball can get chippy real fast. Like it's not it's not softball. Softball there's there's a little bit of distance in between everybody. It's a little more passive. Uh the second uh someone gets shoved a little bit harder than they uh care to be on the basketball floor, uh that that game has the the ability to ratchet up in physicality very quickly in a way that I don't think anybody wants. I think it's also just a reminder of how desperately this current basketball program needs someone like Kate Stover on the roster <laughs> because like you need someone that's just willing to throw a punch not you don't want him to do it but you want to know that he's there and willing to in the he event could. Of <laughs> you know you don't want him to do it but it it's good for the team that you're playing against to know that it's possible um <laughs> i think what's actually funny about that is we could talk about football and basketball but then if you took the entire football team and the entire basketball team, and you took these 140 total athletes and you put them against the best pitcher on the Ohio State baseball team, how many guys do you think could get one hit? Wow, that's like a wild swing. I just Burn think just it's funny. To talk about how good of a I, just, he was. I just think it's funny because, like, <laughs> athletes, you we all know how good of athletes these guys are, but the, the sport, the translation, and the skill is so different. But, um, Back to the football. I'd like to see Jaden Ballard against like Roddy Gale. Like, there's a couple, there's some one on one matchups I'd like to see, um, yeah. honestly. Uh, and Dewan Jones against Zed Key when they're both like healthy. I I think that'd be a fun matchup to watch. I don't think Dewan would be ready to come back for that for any sort of charity event though. <laughs> yeah, I think probably those two guys would give each so. other buckets. They're not going to go bang. I don't think Zed wants any part of a. Six foot eight, three hundred ninety pounder. No one does, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, um, that is an interesting conversation. It's not, I don't want to be disrespectful to the basketball team because those guys are. I, I know that they're in the middle of. You already the, did. You said that the, they the worst thing. Spending well, any they, of their time preparing? No, 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 no. I said they're not spending <laughs> all of their time preparing. That is a major difference. That's a major difference uh, between not spending any time. But clearly, these guys were in the midst of, of of watching the worst stretch of Ohio State basketball since 1996. And it's like, what can you do but really make fun of it at this point? Yeah, I mean, they, they the this is this is the state of things. They lost by Thursday or 30 on Sunday. And after the game, Chris Holman says, like, I thought we played well. And like, there were stretches where we played really good. And like, I found myself agreeing with him. Yeah. And they still lost by 30. Hey, to a Purdue team that, frankly, is like kind of a one-man show with and Zach Eady. Now, he's the size of six men, but he's a one-man show. And like it's not the most dynamic team in the world. They play really good like team-oriented basketball and, and system-oriented basketball. But like I thought Ohio State played one of its uh, better games like in this stretch of being lousy, and they still lost by 30. 
they competed. And, you know, it, it's unfortunate. I really think, and I, I know that people hate when we talk basketball on this show, but if you could go back to that first game against Purdue and the way that the Buckeyes lost that game, something snapped and broke that day, right? Something broke yes, that shoulder. Thursday night. Something broke that Thursday night against uh, the Boilermakers two months ago. And uh, uh, you hope that they can find a way to just, like, win a game down the stretch here. Like, just one, you know, just just get come back and win something. Maybe maybe win a Big Ten tournament game for just for you know posterity's sake and to make yourselves feel better. But uh, this has been a rough stretch, and it is that has to be hard for these guys to watch Twitter and see Dewan being like, "Oh yeah, we could we could beat them definitely." Like that that's sort of that is sort of like, "Ooh, come on, man, don't don't do me like that." Come on, Jimmy Fallon, don't do me like that. You know what I mean? Um, but <clears throat> the reason that I brought it up is also because. Berm, you said that people don't like it when we talk about basketball on the show, and we know that that's true from the numbers, and you, all, you also know that I don't like to bring it up on the show. But, I mean, I saw that Bill was getting a number of questions about it over the weekend, especially after Thursday night. It was like, why why is nobody calling out the Ohio State administration or Gene Smith for the extension? And I'm like, I don't know. Do we have to do it again? Because Bill and I have both so, said that several times. I wrote about it before the extension was even public. A year ago in March, uh, we had a, a full show on the podcast daily about three weeks ago. Um, I don't know. I guess if we have to say that it was dumb again, we can, but it won't change anything. I said that again to Bill last week. Like the extension's done. Like the 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 die is cast here. I just there's no way that they thought it could possibly be this bad, right? But if you guarantee that you're not going to get fired. To somebody who hasn't actually accomplished anything of substance, this is what you get. It yeah. can't come to us any surprise. So, like, what good does it really even do for me to say anything? Like, it won't change anything. It's how done. Many game, how many games are left in the regular season? Like, four? four. Yeah. Uh, honestly, at this juncture, if you're Chris Holtman and you're Gene Smith and you're the Ohio, like, they started four freshmen at Purdue on Sunday. The All five freshmen need to start the next four games. And that's pretty much it. Uh, there cannot be any explanation or reason to play the other guys at, that much at this point. So you want a to make sure these freshmen don't leave. Uh, you know they they know that Chris Holtman's not going anywhere. You brought in a bunch of one and done type transfers with the intention of saying, hey, maybe we can make a run. You can't. That's over. Now it's you have to give the ball to the five freshmen and say this team is going where you guys take it the rest of the year, and you're the you're the focus moving forward. Just assuming, thank you for your service. You've done a great, you know, you've you've tried. You had a, you went through some challenges. Zed Key, your shoulder is obviously not capable of, of competing right now. Get healthy for next year because they will need you. But right now, like, it's just give it to the five freshmen and, and run from there. That, I just don't see any other any other way to handle these next four games. Five games when you include the first game of the tournament that they'll might likely lose and then be done. So um, I, I hope that. You know, I, I don't think they really listen to us much, but I, I would hope that that's something they're considering doing. I, I would think that he is like <clears throat> the, the change to put Roddy Gale in the starting lineup. To they had to play Felix Akpara at Purdue because of Zed's injury. I, I would imagine that Zed's not going to play the rest of the year, so that decision is almost made for you. And then do you want to play Bowen Hardman? Like I, I don't know. I think it's been fairly well telegraphed that they view Bowen Hardman as as a step or two below the rest of the guys in that freshman class. But there's no harm in letting him play at this point because to to your point, Berm, like all those transfers they brought in with the exception of Tanner Holden, I believe are out of eligibility after this year anyway. So 
um, ride with the guys that, are, that you hope are going to be part of the core for next year. You cannot lose that group. If you lose yeah. that group of freshmen, like you're in a bad, bad, bad spot. Um, and, and you can't salve as much, much, I suppose that they have four left three are at home. Um, I don't, I don't look at any of them as being particularly winnable. Maybe Penn State, although Penn State's played some pretty good basketball this year too. So um, I'm anticipating that they lose the final four games and then probably lose their opener and don't win another game the rest of the year. I think we should have been at this point probably two weeks ago with just yeah. fully embracing the freshman class. And I think Chris Holtman was was hesitant to do that because he was still holding on to something. But clearly we're, we're at that point, if not past it now, and, and you have to do everything within your power to make sure that that group of freshmen stays on the team. Yeah, you play the four freshmen, you play Tanner Holden, you bring in Hardman off the bench, you you let uh, Eugene Brown come off the bench because he'll still be on the roster. Like other than that, I mean, I just I don't see any any value in in giving the ball to to Suing or uh, to Sean McNeil, who's played well in the last couple of weeks. Uh, but at this point, there's no there's no value there. So you know, it, the value is get as many minutes for the young guys as you can figure out if they can cut it. If Bowen Hardman can't cut it, you're going to find out in the next four games, five games. And then if he looks elsewhere, he looks elsewhere. Uh, you know, that's, that's just the way it has to go. And then hope that you don't run into the football team, uh, you know, at the rack. <laughs> Pick your starting five from that football team. Bill, go. Uh, Dewan clearly. Um, JT, clearly. Sonny, Absolutely. Um, the, the, the thing that scares me is like when you get into guard play, like who's, who are your, who are your ball handlers? Um, I, I guess like Jaden Ballard can be like a two guard and I don't know. CJ, I watched, I remember watching CJ's high school basketball highlights and they were like, they weren't bad. He's a little bit of a playmaker and he's a quarterback. So I'm assuming he has good floor vision. Um, so I'll put him at the point and hope that he is not a gun who takes every shot. <laughs> well, we know, he, we know he likes to. You know, thread the needle out there. He's gonna. Yeah. He's not afraid. He's got no conscience. <laughs> I mean, I, I think you put JT out there. I'm not going to count Dewan because he's moved on. I know. Was, I know that he was the genesis of the conversation, but I'm not going to count him. Uh, well, gonna, CJ, I believe, started it. I, yeah, at Big Ten not, Media Day. I'm, I'm not going to count CJ either because um, I just don't want to. Um, so uh, <laughs> JT to him, and uh, Jack Sawyer. Uh, sharing duties at four and five. I'm going to put Stover out there at the three. I'm going to put Sonny at the two, let him kind of be the, the the guard, the slasher out there, um, and then let Jaden Ballard run the point because he's the most likely to be able to do so. And we don't know a lot about some of the other basketball talents on the team, but um, I'm sure there's other guys that can handle the rock, but uh, I'm going to stick with those guys. I got to see Proctor out there just mm. because the athleticism that I've talked about for going on six years. The first time that I actually met Josh Proctor, I went and watched him play. It was a basketball practice. And I don't, I guess that's just the bias that's going to stick into my brain. I know that he can do it. The guy was scoring 20 points tonight in very competitive basketball in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I also know that that seemed quite well. You, you got to be a real star. To play in Tulsa, there's just no question about that. So uh, you know what? You I, can, can I add a my my sixth man would be the incoming freshman Lincoln Keenholz. I think he could probably run the. Oh at, yeah, at the, he at could play. Point. Yeah, uh, I put yeah. maybe Lincoln at the one, and uh, you know rotate in some of the other guys around him because he looks comfortable with the ball uh, and certainly explosive enough to be a, a difficult cover out of the out of the top. We went almost 20 minutes into the podcast daily and didn't even talk about. Lincoln Keenholz's dunk that's that's going wild on social media. 
And I even threw this topic out there. I have failed. That's just bad point guard play by me. It was a good dunk. Um, Here's the thing. I don't know. The man's playing high school ball in South Dakota. (laughs) I don't care where you're playing. You intercept a pass out at the top of the key, and you go 54 feet and then windmill dunk it. Like, you got to be a dude. Like, that's not a – Yeah, that's true. That wasn't a guy struggling to get the ball over the the rim. I mean, or two, you know, two-foot dunking. That was a freaking – windmill from the from the elbow like that's a bad dude yeah ele- elevation from the elbow? elevation regardless of not, from the elbow. Not, he jumped not from the all elbow. the way from the elbow but you know what i mean pretty close <laughs> pretty uh, it, uh, that's that's what happens south dakota the elevation's different you can you have a little bit longer uh runway that you can uh you can stay yeah. in the air just to skosh longer that's the science portion of the program uh for those out there wondering math is uh coming up next yeah don't fact check any of that uh, or any of the rest of the show, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah we're really sorry. But it is this, this offseason has been so boring. <laughs> so boring. But we're doing the best we, we can. We're, could, we're two could be weeks worse, in right? a day. It could be I, worse. It could be. It could actually be interesting right now, and that would be a problem. Yeah, if um, it was interesting, it would be even worse. Two weeks in a day. Spring ball will start, and I promise we'll start talking about real football more as we go along. Bill and I think we're going to do a – maybe Burn will even join us. Who knows? A couple more – Position previews, we're almost done with those. Um, maybe, <laughs> how has this become your gimmick? You're not a mime. I don't know. A mime is a terrible thing to waste. Okay. Oh um, like I was saying, this has been the podcast daily for Monday. Uh, I guess we'll come up with some other things to talk about this week or not talk about if Berm decides to fully embrace being a mime, which it seems like he desperately wants to. It's not good podcast content. But we're doing the best we can. That's Berm and Bill. I'm Austin. Thanks for joining us on the podcast daily Monday morning. We'll talk to you later.